This is a podcast from Minute Media. And let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by fansided.com. Head over there, read my blogs, read other people's blogs, but you can read all about the Cincinnati Bengals, all written by my, me and other uh, talented writers that we have on the Fansided website. I am your host, Josh Miller, and today we are recapping the absolute whooping that we delivered to the Baltimore Ravens for the second time. Bengals win 41-21. Joe Burrow with a historic day, 525 yards and four touchdown passes. Absolutely putting it on the Ravens. Sending a message for not only this year, but we're sending a message for basically years to come that this is what you're going to have to face. This is what you're going to have to deal with. And I think Zach Taylor wanted to make a point here, not only to the Ravens, especially to the Ravens, but to the AFC North as a whole. The Bengals are here to stay. These weapons that we have, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and then obviously Joe Burrow, having just phenomenal days, having great seasons. T. Higgins goes over 1,000 yards. I believe Jamar Chase is over 1,000 yards. Mixon is over 1,000-yard rusher. Joe Burrow has eclipsed 4,000 yards and threw for the most passing yards in Bengals history on Sunday against their division rival, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, obviously – uh, we got plenty of Ravens fans in our comments trying to downplay what this Bengals team did. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is the NFL. And the reason that they were downplaying the win is because they had a lot of guys out on defense. Oh, why is that going on? Sorry. There should be no sound whatsoever. Um, but anyway, they're, the reason that they were off playing this is because they had so many guys out. But but listen, it's the NFL. You, you make it work. We've had plenty of guys out. They didn't take it easy on us last year when we had everybody out. We had Ryan F. and Finley at the helm here. And um, it, they, they didn't take any, you know, they didn't take any backward steps. And I got to tell you, you see, you're seeing teams around the, the league who have tons of guys out that are still finding a way to get it done. The Colts are a great example. Going to Arizona. They got plenty of guys out, and they just found a way to win against a very good Arizona team. Shout out to A.J. Green. That being said, let's get back to the game in Cincinnati on Sunday. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the city of Cincinnati. The crowd was absolutely electric. It was great to see. Um, absolutely electric. It was awesome to uh, feel the energy and to feel like, you know, and there were some little dots of purple in there, but nothing to wear what we usually think, you know, what is usually there. And I think maybe obviously being the, you know, the second game of an ass whooping and like, you know, there's probably another one coming and another one came uh, probably kept away a lot of, you know, fans from Baltimore. But I got to say, the Bengals overall had themselves another stellar performance, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Can we just talk about how great T Higgins is? My goodness, uh, what a draft pick that was, Uh, you know, and there were some questions because obviously I think a lot of the Bengals fan base was feeling Ooh, is this another John Ross pick? It's a, but I knew like as soon as we dropped him, it's like this dude is gonna be a dog, and he has been a dog. He's absolutely been insane. Uh, again, he eclipses a thousand yards. Uh, let's see how many yards he had. He had two touchdowns. T. Higgins had a not one hundred and ninety-four yards, including one to end the half where he mossed two guys. One of them was just draped all over him, and he goes up and gets it reviewed and yep they call it a catch and it was a it was it was a catch without without question the Bengals win the turnover battle one nothing here von bell gets a pick at the end uh let's talk about the defensive side of the ball because the defense didn't have themselves a great 
uh, game, giving up 21 to Josh Johnson. Now, I understand Josh Johnson has been in the league for a while. Uh, he's bounced around. He started before, so it's not like this is his first start ever or that he's this terrible you know, quarterback. And, and you know, Harbaugh's a great coach, so he was going to have him ready, and he was ready. Um, he, he played really well. The Ravens racked up a total of 334 yards, uh, and, you know, they had 21 first downs and got 21 points. A lot of that had to do with Mark Andrews being an absolute stud. And we just have problems covering the tight end. And that, and that really scares me for uh, the game coming up here. But that being said, the defense still found a way to get it done. Got some pretty big stops on fourth down, uh, kept the Ravens off the field, kept our offense on the field. And we were able to just pound the rock and then and then go through the air and just absolutely dice them up. I don't understand what Wink uh, Martindale. If you haven't if you haven't read it, I think everybody in Bengaldom has pretty much read it. That the defensive coordinator for the Ravens thought it was a great idea to say something about Joe Burrow and thought it was a great idea to you know say oh I believe the full quote was we're not gonna we're gonna wait to. Uh, give Joe Burrow a golden jacket. We're not going to do that. And uh, like insinuating that Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback. And then on top of that, he said, we're not going to do the same way. Uh, or we're not going to guard the Bengals the same way we did Devontae Adams with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And they said they were going to single us up. And, you know, everybody in the Bengals nation was like, yes, please single us up. And Joe Burrow's even said it was on his mind. That comment was on his mind. Now as Harm, I don't think it was at, I don't think it was, intended as it came off because it did come off pretty arrogant and it came off like, Oh, like our defense is better than your offense. And you know, it came off that way. I don't think that's what he meant. I think it was taken out of context, but why are you trying to say anything at all? Like downplaying that because not only wink, I'm talking to him now, not only are you going to be facing the Bengals for the rest of your tenure in, in Baltimore, you're going to be facing Joe Burrow here. And he just diced up your secondary for 525 yards and the excuse of, well, these are just practice squad guys, is not going to fly. That doesn't fly anymore because this is the NFL. This is what you're supposed to go out there and still put on a, a better showing than the Ravens did. I mean, come on. Like, uh, the Bengals had plenty of guys out when we played the Ravens multiple years in a row. Uh, I think last year and the year before that. And we still we didn't allow 525 yards of passing offense to their starting quarterback. and We didn't allow four touchdowns. I'm just saying. So giving any sort of bulletin board material ammunition to this style of offense is is downright stupid. It really is. It's downright stupid. But anyway, that being said, uh, the Bengals were able to the Bengals offense were able to put together a complete game as something that they don't usually do. They haven't been able to. Um, they stalled out. They you know they've had times where like their offense has gone completely limp, and uh, when we've needed them, they have kind of shied away. But in this game around. They scored on every possession. Kevin Hubert even touched the field. There was only one missed field goal by uh, McPherson, which was like a 50-yarder. Uh, he's got to make those. I'll be honest. He's got to make them. If you want to be Money Mac and you want to be our guy for the future, you got to make a 50-yarder. And we know he can. He made a 58-yarder in Denver. That pretty much you know, helped us win the game, really helped us win the game. But that being said, um, Joe Mixon had himself an okay day, did really well through the air, had 18 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Then he had another one through the air. Uh, so he he had himself a really good game. Uh, really, just it, it was overall the offensively the, the team played incredibly well. Uh, able to go to different areas. I mean, T. Higgins had twelve receptions. Jamar had seven receptions for one hundred and twenty-five. Tyler Boyd three receptions for eighty-five yards and a touchdown. Joe Mixon again um, had six receptions for 70, 70 yards and a touchdown through the air. 
then on the ground he also had one. So uh, he's, I mean, it's just the, the the passing offense is really starting to to you know gel. This is what us Bengals fans have thought. Okay, this is what this team can do. This is what the Bengals offense. This is the potential that we're seeing. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be attack, you know, attacking through the air. We're supposed to let Joe Burrow cook. And you know, I got to say, I'll I'll say this. Zach Taylor got a lot of some heat from Bengals fans for keeping Joe Burrow out there for too long. I'll I'm on Zach Taylor's team for this. I want Joe to stay out there. Number one, I, I I did think he wanted to give Joe the record, but then on top of that, he wanted to send a message that like, you know, we're gonna let Joe Burrow cook. He, he's our quarterback for the future. We're gonna let him go. And you know what? Joe's tough. Okay, he can take some hits. That's the thing. Like I understand. Like we we want to keep him as upright and as healthy as we possibly can. But he can take hits. He's a tough guy. So, you know what? If he takes a sack or if he takes a hit, that's called being a quarterback. We know what Joe Burrow can do. He gets right back up. I stand. Like, we want to protect him at all costs. But that being said, he's a tough guy. So leave him out there. Let him throw the ball. Let him, let him get hot. Let him cook. And they did. That's exactly what happened. And, and you know, it, it's great that as Bengals fans, we were able to see, okay, this is the style of offense that we can be. This the shotgun snap. Oh. Has the ball. Got Sorry, hold on. Fired, Sorry about that. I don't know. It just keeps playing over and over again. Santi. Sorry, my dog was digging into my carpet. Um, a lot going on. But that being said, hold on, my camera's got to focus here. Okay, all right. So that being said, the Bengals offense is, is starting to do what we thought it can be. And let's think about this. We have all of our offense, all of our weapons, Joe Bixon, Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. We all have them under contract until t- past 2023. That's pretty amazing and to get all these guys on a rookie deal. That's why you got to keep think- we got to keep remembering that this year that's coming up, the, the year that we're having now, this AFC North title run that we're having, it's a year early. It, it, it really is a year early. So we got to keep remembering that. We we got to keep thinking. Okay, like you know, this year everything's really really great. But next year is when we're really going to start to see a deep run, a Super Bowl run, a dominant run. You know, not losing to the Jets, not losing to the Bears, getting business done, being a powerhouse in the AFC. And you're you're starting to see it. And I, I would say a, a level of maturity came out of this team uh, from knocking out the Ravens because this game, this I got to say, this was probably the game that was going to keep the Ravens in the AFC North playoff hunt. And to net basically not only go out there and beat them, but to handle business in a way that it was never really even close. I never got the feeling that the Ravens had a chance. I never got the feeling that you know, even when the Ravens took the lead early in the game, I didn't think that they were going to win. I didn't think a lot of people in the stands thought they were going to win. They go out there and they get it done. So you see a level of maturity raised out of this group. Now, that being said, this group also has a hard time handling success. You got a, a the high power Kansas City Chiefs coming into Paul Brown Stadium. This is going to be a huge game because not only because now clinching the AFC North comes down to winning one game. The Bengals have to win one game uh, to win the AFC North. That's it. It's a simple as simple as that. You got to either beat Cleveland or you got to beat Kansas City at home. Um, you're going to see the level of maturity come out of this team here when it comes down to uh, basically. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Basically, can they get it done against not only an AFC North, uh, you know, AFC North powerhouse, 
can they get it done against an AFC powerhouse? The Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they had back-to-back Super Bowl runs, 1-1, and now they're, I mean, they're looking to head back there again. Are you going to let them come in and, and, you know, dictate how you're supposed to play? Or are you going to show up? We've had, we've seen this team play powerhouse teams this year so far. We see all, and I go back to against Green Bay, and they played very, very well against Green Bay. But that being said, excuse me, we still got a lot of guys out on defense. We're really going to miss Logan Wilson here. We have a hard time guarding tight ends. And obviously, the Chiefs have Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. Personally, I think so. You know, behind CJ Zama, obviously. No. Um, but that being said, you know, coming from the University of Cincinnati, might I add, we have a really, really hard time. I mean, you look at George Kittle having a big day against us. You, I mean, you look at Mark Andrews twice having a big day against us. Uh, luckily, just our offense was clicking and theirs wasn't. And um, and then on top of that, you now you got Travis Kelsey coming in. And our linebacking room is, is really depleted. As good as our linebackers have played. And, and you know, I, I got to say, it, this is where that bocce uh, injury is really going to hurt. Because, I mean, he was really playing some really good ball. Uh, he was really helping out that linebacker room, but now I mean him being gone. So now you're going to have you know you know Marcus Bailey out there, you know picking up the slack. And, and as as good as Marcus Bailey can play, and as hard as he plays, and as much as I like him on the team because I really do, um, he's not up to he's not the, at the level of like a Keen Davis Gaither. He's not up to Joe Bocci yet. Yet he can he can get there, but uh, he's not up there. He's definitely not up to Logan Wilson, who I believe is a Pro Bowler. If he didn't get hurt, I he 100% was going to be going to the Pro Bowl. But that being said, we, we need to get a lot of these guys back here. Hopefully, DJ Reader coming back next week. Well, hopefully, he is coming back next weekend. That'll be huge for the defensive line. They'll they'll get a much better push than they did against the Ravens, which they got a decent push, but it wasn't as good as we needed to be, especially when you got Patrick Mahomes coming in coming in here. Uh, Cheeto being back is huge. We're going to have to line him up against uh, you know Tyreek Hill. He's going to have his money cut out for him and. You know, so is so is Lou Anarumo. He he's good, or his work cut out for him. Excuse me. And so is Lou Anarumo. They're they're really. This is going to be. It, it just gets harder and harder. This is going to be a hard week this week. How are you going to scheme against Travis Kelsey? Because you can't let Travis beat you. That's the thing. Don't let their best player beat you. Have it have it be somebody else. It can even be Tyreek Hill, or or you know some Joe Schmo receiver that they their next you know their next guy up or the next guy after that. I know they don't have Joe Schmoes there, but you know what I mean. Like, not as good as Kelsey or Hill. That being said, if you can force them to beat you in a, in a different way, then the Bengals really have a great shot. It's going to be, again, it's having these guys out late in December. Um, it, it's really going to be is going to be a tall task for this team. Now, that being said, do I think they could still go out and win? Absolutely. If the offense plays like they did, uh, then, they, then they will go out and win. The offensive line, again, has got to be better. They can't be giving up that many rushes. Joe Burrow can't be taking that many hits. Um, I just said that yeah, Joe Burrow can take some hits. I know I just said that. But not during the game when, you know, it's second and five and we need to get there and he takes an eight-yard sack and now we get third and, you know, whatever, whatever the math is. You see Matt at third and 13 and now we got to convert that. Got to give these guys time. The reason is the receivers had such a great day on Sunday, and they really did. I'm not going to downplay what they did, but the offensive line played pretty well. And they gave Joe Burrow time. They gave the routes some time to develop. Again, I understand it's the Ravens practice. Well, I get it. I get that the Ravens are depleted. But 
shut the hell up. You know what? You know what? Let us let us have this, okay? You've had plenty of it, so let us have this. But anyway, offensive line's got to just continually get better. Uh, Carmen's probably going to have to be out there uh, next week. Hopefully, we can get Reef back. Um, I don't know when he's going to be able to come back, but he, we we need him out there. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be huge, and it's going to be a dogfight. And this is going to be a real test. Where is this Bengals team exactly to the rest of the league? We know where they are. The AFC North. We know that this team could probably win the AFC North title for years to come and, and, and really kind of dominate this, this division. I mean, it just, you look around the, the rest of the AFC North, you just, I mean, who can, who can step up against them? I understand the Browns obviously put up 45 on us in our own house, but you know, that's a day that Nick Chubb just went off and then, then, you know, it, just everything wasn't working out. It's one of those NFL, you know, NFL games days, but they've been looking terrible. Baker's been looking terrible. Um, they got to make a decision on him. They got to either pay him or, or pick up another quarterback. Um, and that being said, you, you know, you, you really, you start, but that being said, so the AFC North, you're, you're pretty confident that the Bengals will win uh, for years to come, but now you got to look at the AFC. Because, you know, winning the AFC North is great. It's all nice. That's not the final goal, obviously. The final goal is obviously to win the Super Bowl, and that's what we got to be looking at. we got to look at how we are against the Chiefs, the Bills, Patriots, Titans. How, you know, these guys that we're going to be seeing for, you know, the rest of, the rest of you know, Joe Burrow's tenure, can we compete with them? Can we, can we go out there and win? Can we go out there and win big games and secure titles and secure seeding and secure home playoff games? Because you win here, Bengals get a home playoff game no matter what. Stripe squad's back out there. This is going to be a great test. I'm excited for it. If you're a betting man, which I am, take the over. It's definitely going to hit. Knock on wood, but it's definitely going to hit. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully the Bengals can go out there and get a win. I'm going to be – I always predict the Bengals win. So I think if the Bengals are going to win, I would say it's going to be definitely in the higher, the higher part of the uh, – uh, scoring column, so I'll say it's probably around you know 35, 42, or 35, 28, somewhere around there, some, somewhere in that range. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a really good game. Could they come down to special teams? Could come down to kicking, which I I like our kicking game better than I like the Chiefs kicking game. Um, so you you really it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight. You got to see what happens on the COVID list too. Uh, you never know. Maybe a, a last second, like okay, and he's out. Like, which is which is not fun at all. Uh, but anyway, uh, again, I gotta say congratulations to Joe Burrow, uh, for becoming the single game passing yards re- or for securing the single game passing yards record at 525 and throwing four touchdowns. T. Higgins again, a thousand yards, showing how great he is on offense. Tyler Boyd again, having himself. He, he's in. He's close. To getting to a thousand yards and he's getting more targets and, and he's and he's making the most of them so you gotta have hats off to him so that being said we, we got a lot to we got a lot to cover here and um yeah the Bengals get it done against the ravens and that's that's probably gonna be it for me i wish i had a guess that we could keep this going keep kind of bouncing ideas off of each other but uh i uh, couldn't find anybody last minute i had some plans for a guest but it didn't quite work out that being said uh it's gonna be really tough to put out a new podcast for previewing the chiefs it's i'm going to be on the road uh starting tomorrow can't wait going down to dallas to go watch the university of cincinnati bearcats absolutely blister the crimson tide can't wait it's going to be a lot of fun and uh it's 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 going to be awesome i'm going to be trying to write uh my blog on the way down there 
because uh, I am not driving. Thank God, uh, my friends, family, I'm going with them. Uh, thank God they were like, hey, we got a nice ticket. You want to go? Yep, I'm, I'm locked in. Uh, so it, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. If you're down in Dallas, would love to see you. Uh, I'll be tweeting the entire time. It's going to be great, and I uh, can't wait to see you down there. So go Bearcats, and then on Sunday – See you back there. I will be back for the game. We'll be back for Stripe Squad. Can't wait to see Bengal Jim uh, be in the rule of the jungle. What a pick. I mean, that's exactly what we, we needed to. And honestly, if we get that home playoff game, which I'm predicting that we do, I think you got to have a, a bear cut. You got to have Desmond Ritter or you got to have Luke Fickle do it. I mean, I mean, you just do. You just do. That being said, this has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by fansided.com. Go over there, read my blogs, read other people's blogs, read everybody's blogs. We got plenty of content. Listen to all my podcasts, the Back Row Bengals Show. If you like college football, we do a college football show every Wednesday. We've been doing it leading up to the college football playoff. Uh, it's going to be hard to get one in tomorrow. We might try to, uh, but anyway, we're going we're gonna to do our best. Tonight at 5.30, I will be going on the Ed Robinson Show. I believe he broadcasts out of Louisiana. Can't wait to go on and talk with him. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a really good time. So listen in. I'll share that audio later if you can't find it. So, But uh, last time I called with him, we, we had a great chat about uh, the Bengals, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. All right, y'all. See ya. Have a great New Year's Eve, and uh, go Bearcats. Watch some football, and let's, uh, let's get a W on Saturday and Sunday. Or um, I'm sorry, Friday and Sunday. Friday and Sunday. All right, see y'all. Peace.